Blog Talk Radio. Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstores. So head over to writingroyaltypromotions.com and check us out. Hey, hey, everybody, it is Friday night, so that means you are in for another great episode of Less Chat. My name is Tony, and I'm going to be joined momentarily by my wonderful co-host, Miss Leisha. She's getting herself situated into that chat room. But in the meantime and in between time, I'm going to go ahead and let our listeners know what we do here on Less Chat, because, you know, we always have new listeners tuning in, so we always try to keep our listeners up to date on what we are all about here on Let's Chat. Once again, my name is Tony. I am one half of the ladies of Let's Chat. And here on Let's Chat, we celebrate literature. We celebrate music. We've had a slew of various guests in so many different genres across the board. And if it's relating to our community, they have been through the doors of Let's Chat. Now, you know, we do it the royal way. That's the only way we know how to do it. So our show allows all avid readers, listeners, vendors to just interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. And Lisa and I, we love hearing um, our guests express the passion that and the reason why they do the things that they do. And they have shared so many jewels with us and our listeners here on the show. So if you get a chance, just check out our archives. You know, they are filled with so much talent and so much learning. Um, No matter where you are in your journey, if it's literature, if it's music, if you're interested in establishing a publishing house, we have had them all come to the doors of less chat. Now, we we got a 
really great show on tap tonight. We are talking about branding, branding, and more branding. You can never brand yourself too well, and I am always learning, wanting to learn how I can further develop my brand, you know, whether it be on less chat or whether it be with my editing company or just whether it be about me. You always want to try to put your best foot forward, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We have a great guest lineup. We have Coffee Hallman as well as Jafia Warner, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing those names right. Because, you know, Lisa and I, we can jack up a name. So forgive me if I pronounce them wrong. <laughs> My apologies. There's nothing nothing like getting your name all jacked up when you're coming into a place and trying to put your best foot forward. So we're going to take a quick break and play some music. You know, with our musical guests, they usually give us exclusives, you know, things that haven't hit the airwaves yet. And uh, we've had great guests like... Necessary, we've had Miko, we've had Ryder, we've had Blue Gotti, we've had them all. So we're going to play, let's play some Keith Robinson. Yeah, the actor Keith Robinson. He's been on our show a number of times, and he not only acts, he got a nice voice. So check out Keith Robinson, and we're going to be right back right after this musical break. Hold on. Just cause You've been down for it all When those are strong It don't matter if I'm ever baby 
Yes, that was famous by our very own, yeah, we claiming them, me and Lisa, we claiming them, Keith Robinson. Hey, Lisa, girl, how you doing? <laughs> hey, see, how are you? I am good. You heard, you heard me making my claim to Mr. Keith Robinson. <laughs> I know, I know, right, right. Now, I'm just we waiting for him to finish this album because I did hit him up. The end of 2016 about mm-hmm. coming on that set, but he said I have to wait for him to finish this album. So we need this album to Sounds. get the love episodic so that we can get him on the show. We got clippers and everything. Just waiting for him to come. <laughs> we got them all set up. <laughs> oh, but we have a great show lined up tonight. I was just telling him. I hope. You know, Lisa and I, we can we could jack up some names. So I hope I pronounced our guest's name. And uh, I see we already have a hand up. We have our special guest. We have Coffee Harmon as well as Jafia Warner. And we're going to be talking that brand, Brandon, Brandon, and more Brandon. I'm excited about tonight, Leash. Absolutely, absolutely. I am excited. I think our guests are excited. Mm-hmm. We appreciate everybody that ahead. tunes in to us. Oh, go ahead, see. No, I was going to bring in 407. I think that's one of our guests. I don't have the number in front of me. But um, they're, they're ready to get into the chat room. So let's get this show pop, pop, hopping, Leash. Hopping. All right. <laughs> Welcome hey, to the ladies, chat room. How What's your doing? name? This hey, is how are you? This is Just Jay. Um, it's pronounced Jafia, but everybody says it's Jafia. Everybody says it like that, so don't feel bad. But, okay. Um, okay. I, I go by Just Jay. It's easier for everybody. Because, you Just know, we can Jay, mess up a so name. It is so nice to meet you. Yes, we yes, can mess can. up a name. We can, do, we can tear it on up, so we have to be clear because, you know... <laughs> I'm fine with it. Like, when well, I say everybody says it like that, everybody does. So it's it's like I'm more surprised when people get it right. <laughs> oh, that's Absolutely. a great thing. That's a great thing. I just want to say that Just Jay, actually, she followed me on Instagram, and she saw the post for our show, Let's Chat, and she jumped on it. I am so happy to have you on the show, and uh, we're excited, and we're going to get it popping. <laughs> Well, I'm excited. Um, I, I actually try, I try to get on every show I can, you know, to as as you said, brand myself and get out there and mm-hmm. get known. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about I'm yourself busy. and your journey. Okay. Well, I have um, eight published books. Um, I'm also a, a co-host for a Blog Talk Radio show called The Miss Reason Show. Um, where we showcase uh, black entrepreneurship and um, business owners. And um, I am a publisher as well. I was COO of a diff- of a company called um, Creative Minds, where I helped to release um, 11 authors and 25 books. And then I uh, opened, I started my own company where I now have three authors and um, over 15 books. And um, let's see what else. I am a BBW and women's advocate, and I'm looking into um, doing life coaching as well. Wow. You got a lot going on. I try. (laughs) (laughs) So this show is right up your alley as far as branding because it seems like you are doing a dynamite job 
in and of itself. And um, we're going to be happy to hear what you have to share with our listeners on the subject of branding. Okay. I'm I'm excited to get into it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. So you you, um, now, what made you actually decide to get into to publishing? What was going on that you said, I think I want to try this? Well, um, I actually, um, when my first book came out, um, 2014, uh, I, I got five contract offers in five days, but I guess I picked the wrong contract and, um, I went number one, but I didn't make any money. I went number one on Amazon in uh, women's fiction and number two in urban fiction. And I didn't make any money. Like I, like, you know, my publisher was making money off it, off of it and I wasn't. So, um, I, that's when I decided to self-publish, but um, I had a friend who, um, you know, was in the same predicament, and she said that she was starting one. So um, it, I just kind of fell into it, and I discovered that mm-hmm. I have a niche for it. Um, you know, like it, it just, I just took to it as far as recruiting, and um, promoting and marketing as well. And um, as I extended my circle, you know, my network, um, you know, it just, it just became easier and easier for me to do. So. Um, she and I had some creative differences, um, I guess. You know, some people don't want to move quickly as far as their business is concerned. I think that she was a little afraid that if we, you know, we move too quickly, you know, we grow too quickly, that it won't be stable. And I was the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't want to wait five years to get a profit. And that was her her rule, right. which, you know, oh, it's supposed to take a business five years. But um, the way I was doing it, we were making money already. But um, I guess it scared her a little bit, or maybe she thought I wanted the company on my own. Whatever happened, um, mm-hmm. I ended up starting my own company. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, so um, I don't know. I just kind of took hot. I mean, that's what I think. I, I, I mean, personally, I think that if you are the founder of a company and your COO or, you know, even your CEO is making your company known and and move and prosper I I wouldn't have been upset with it you know what I'm saying because basically I make money when you make money anyway Mm -hmm. that's the the importance of having a a strong team you know Alicia and I you know we've had a number of shows of focus and gear towards teamwork and you have to have a cohesive team in order to move forward and to stay relevant as well right Right. I think that she just wasn't have the same vision. But right I I mean but you gotta have the same vision because like in any relationship communication is very important. And the book business is a hard business. And sometimes book money is slow money and you have to be able to think outside of the box. So now that you are on your own, you have your own publishing company. Tell us a little bit about your company and the authors that you have. Okay, well, my company is called Just J. Warner Presents, and um, I actually started with incarcerated authors because as um, when I was working with Creative Minds, I found that they they are more, um, you know, they have more time creatively, and they're more serious about it because that's their focus. So I have uh, three authors, which are you know, like one of them, his name is Ashanti. We're, we're releasing um, his first book at the end of the month. And he's, he has about nine books ready for me. Um, so, I, you know, I, I like, I like 
the the rate that they that they push them out. You know what I'm saying? And their their quality work because mm-hmm. they have the time to to invest into mm-hmm. it. But um, you know, I don't only go there. Um, my goal with my company is to have um, not to break the, my my books up by genre. I, because I don't, I want my authors to write all across the board. I, I personally, I have mm-hmm. uh, two poetry books, a short story book uh, on love and relationships. I have um, a sci-fi book. I have an erotic thriller series, and I have a street, um, an urban fiction series. So I write all across the board. Um, my goal is to have my authors have the same amount of range. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I hate for for people to be stuck in in a box of only writing street fiction. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I would like to break them up, um, into what type of writer they are. You know, we have incarcerated writers. We, I'm, I'm starting a section for Latino, um, fiction, which we're calling, uh, Caliente mm-hmm. Nights or, uh, Caliente Noches, which is hot nights. And it's going to be a uh, Latino romance. And I don't think that, I think it's a market that's underdone. You know what I'm saying? You don't really see too mm-hmm. many, um, Hispanic urban fiction. So um, I'm starting that section now. I have one author in that section. And I was trying to find some LGBT authors as well. You know, um, just I think that there's a lot of urban. And I think that, you know, we can we can afford to expand as a people, really. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you, this is Tony. We try to differentiate ourselves because we've been told we sound so much alike. But you have tapped in a lot of... Un- untouched territory and um it's great to hear the passion that you have behind what you 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 know the vision that you have and and it seems like your vision is pretty clear to you how do you stay focused and having your hand in so many different areas so many pots well i mean uh i feel just as passionately about each and every area um i am Mm -hmm. Seven courses from my degree in human services. So as far as life coaching, that that was a professional goal as a career. And um, I I was gonna write whether I made money or not. And I've um, there have been a few people that have books out that I helped them without charging them and without signing them. You know what I'm saying? I think that there will never be enough books. So even if I wasn't a publisher, I would be helping people release books. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, absolutely. Now, as a publisher, if you could give a new or upcoming or aspiring author two valuable jewels, what would those two jewels be? Um, one one thing that I'm I'm very adamant about telling, you know, all authors that I know personally, um, you don't have to write what's what's trending. You don't have to write what's trending because if we're all writing what's trending, we're all basically writing the same book with different character names. You know what I'm saying? It's it's okay to be different, to have the one book that don't have a side chick in it or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, that would be one piece of advice. And then the second piece is, you know, um, for, for people that are signed to uh, companies, you know, be adamant about your own having your own voice. You know, um, a lot of times the small companies, they, they like to tell you what to write and, and um, you know, the type of stories you should write. You know, as a writer, we all can't be the same, you know, the same person. The ones that we mm-hmm. re- remember are the ones that are unique, are different. So, you know, I, I always say make sure that you protect your voice. 
you know, as a writer, your 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 style. That's so true. And um, this is Tony uh, J. And you said uh, I'm just going to go back a little bit in our interview. You said that you had started out as a writer, as an author, and you weren't happy with the publisher that you were with. And when you got into the business, you found that you had a niche for it. What was it that that drew you? That that realization, that light bulb that went off and said, I could do this, I could take this a little bit further than I initially thought I could. Well, um, it seemed it seemed to me, um, at the time I wasn't really even I was promoting and people up you know, upcoming or or want to be authors were approaching me. So it seemed like mm-hmm. I was just a natural at recruiting authors and, and um, you know, helping them establish what it is that they want as far as their writing careers. And, um, you know, my, my passion as a writer is, is, is what really keeps me grounded as a publisher because, you know, right now 95% of the publishing companies only give their authors 40 to 45%. And I'm adamant that I, I don't give, I give my, um, my authors 60% of their books. Because that's their baby, you know what I'm saying? And and I think uh-huh. that being the writer that I am is what is what made me what makes me a great publisher. Mm. Well you you also have that hustle, that, that hustle out there to go out there and, and push. Do you do you, does your authors and the people that you work with, do they feel the need to, to push themselves as they see you push you? Well, um, for me, it's actually a requirement. Um, there are certain things that, you know, I pay mm-hmm. for and that I cover. As in, as mm-hmm. a publisher, you know, I cover online promotions. I have a person that does that. I pay them monthly for the team. But I will, you know, I'm not going to be the only person or she's not going to be the only person promoting you. If you don't promote yourself, then um, I want it more than you do, and we have to discuss whether or not you're a fit for the team. Um like mm-hmm. the passion has to be there um, for my team members. The passion has to be there. Like you have to want it. Like I can't want, you know, your career as a writer more than you want it for yourself. So, but I haven't had a problem with that um, so far. You know, when they see how invested I am, because I've actually uh, paid to have my authors. Um, you know, I have a, de- a web designer who does graphics and I paid mm-hmm. him to uh, do professional flyers and things for my authors on their uh, author page, you know, social network pages or whatever. So I'm invested in, you know, their brand as a writer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they see how mm-hmm. invested I am, I, it just seems natural for them to be invested in themselves. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I just say, this is Tony. Some people, we have people on the line and they're listening to you and uh, they're loving what you're saying. And, they're amazed that you actually give your authors 60% and the type of authors and writers that, that you're looking for. So, you know, you may be surprised to be getting some uh, inquisitions after the show tonight. So we thank you so much for sharing what you're sharing with us. And is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Because they are riveted to the phones, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, um, I we are accepting submissions and um the 60% is is um that's a that's solid. Um I do like I said I do provide certain things as far as um you get a marketing package uh for your very first release which includes um 
business cards, a flyer, a book cover, and um, it was one more thing. I can't remember. But, um, you know, you get a small marketing package, and you get um, a makeup, like a, a professional makeup for your author page. And um, I pay 100% of the time I pay for online promotions because I have a contract with my online promoter. Um, I just love her. Liz Venable, I, lo- I love her so much. She, she's she been with me mm-hmm. since the other company. Um, and she mm-hmm. does over 400 posts. She does over 400 posts per um, per month for, for us. But, um, you know, if, if you, if you have passion and what you, you know, and what you're doing, I can, you know, my goal as a publisher is to match it. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, as a publisher, sometimes you, you come across um, different situations with different authors, whether, um, because, you know, sometimes authors don't feel like writing all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they, you know, they don't, you have do have some that, you know, rather others promote for them. But the one thing that I've noticed is a lot of times you'll see authors promote for other people but never promote mm-hmm. for themselves. So how do you deal with those situations when you come when they come across your desk, whether it's an author not feeling like they want to write at the moment or they're not um, really promoting or investing in themselves, but you see them promoting and investing in others? Well, um, my thing is, um, as far as writing, I know in Urban, we, we see people pump out books one every two to three months. Um, my requirement is only that they have two books a year. So one book minimum every six months. And, you know, that, that means you don't really have to write every day. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when it's forced, um, at least for me as a writer, when it's forced, it's not quality. You know what I'm saying? My very first book took me six months to write. I mean, I write them quicker now, but my first book took me six months to write. And then, you know, some most authors right now are working full-time jobs. They have children. They have whole lives outside of, you know, this their budding uh, writing career. So I don't expect mm-hmm. you to pump out, you know, a book every month because if it's not good, I'm not going to, you know, like we're going to have to work on it basically. So my expectation is not you to keep pumping books out like that. Now, if you do, I'm excited, but it's not a requirement. And as far as, um, as far as, you know, when people don't want to promote themselves, I, I really just encourage it because, you know, you're promoting someone else and they're, you know, getting sales and they're getting, um, you know, money, basically, not not even money, but recognition. You know what I'm saying? People are, are knowing their names because of you. And um, I'm I'm a full supporter, so you'll see me promoting other people, but you also see me promoting myself. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I always mm-hmm. I always say, you know, support people that support you, because if you're supporting this person as much, they're going to be supporting you as much as well. So you know, still they're just as much as they get out there because you guys are supporting each other. But you know, um, like I said, the, if the passion is there to be a writer, then they'll they'll promote themselves. You know what I'm saying? And if you if you feel like maybe you just want to be a reader, then you probably, you know, shouldn't be a writer. You know, if you don't if you don't want your books to be read. I mean, that's just being honest. Right. If you if you don't put yourself right. out there, if you put it, you know, if you're a fan, that's beautiful. We love, you know, we love our readers. We love our readers as writers. But if you are more excited about promoting a book you read than you are about promoting a book you wrote, then maybe you should just write as a hobby. 
That's powerful. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. SJ just drops. <laughs> That's right. So we were sitting here a year from now, and we were talking about the things that just Jay has accomplished for her herself as an author. What are some of the things we'll be talking about? Um, well, I'm actually trying to do a book tour this summer. I'm setting up um, different dates. Uh, I actually just found out um, how much, uh, how many, how many readers I have in my hometown. So I'm definitely going to be doing something there in Jersey City, New Jersey. I'm going to be in Philly at a, a black-owned book, bookstore called Barn, um, Black and Noble, Black and Noble. And um, I'm mm-hmm. also going to be in New York. I do open mic as well. And I'm here in Atlanta. Um, I'm trying to start hosting an open mic weekly mm-hmm. for awesome. um, poetry. Awesome. When you so, hit New York, let, let me know. I'm in the New York area. Alicia's in the Atlanta area. So we would love to come out and support. Oh, okay. Well, Alicia, I'm, I live in Atlanta now, so um, I definitely will be in New York a few times this summer uh, because it's so close to home, you know, my hometown. So I'll definitely be there mm-hmm. a few times, and I know New York has, like, a, a really serious underground open mic, so I'm trying to get a few uh, shows in this summer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Just let me know. Yeah. Now, when it comes down to being able to move around as a publisher, being able to network as a publisher, because, you know, I agree with what you say because you have to go hard and you have Mm -hmm. to move around because when you have new authors, you have to teach them by showing them Mm -hmm. how to move. So what are some of the things that you do as far as networking and, and being able to show them how to move around in the industry? Well, um, as I said before, the first thing is supporting other other authors and other companies because when you show them that you support them genuinely, they will do the same thing for you. So that's the initial thing. I can't say how um how my show or well, our show, uh, my my co-host name is Marie Jordan. We promote um you know businesses, black businesses for for you know for free or really if they pay is is for um to sponsor the show. And they have turned around and supported us so much just for us, you know, giving the spotlight to shine. And, um, you know, I, I always say, especially I have, I have one um, author who's a poet and she's super shy, but you know, you have to, you have to put yourself out there. If you're not doing videos, if you're not doing meet and greets, you know, nobody will see you. You have to put yourself out there and not everything costs money. Not everything costs money, and not mm-hmm. everything costs a lot of money. So even if you just become locally known, you know, you can get on Microsoft and, and print you up some little quick business cards with just your um, cover on it. And when I say that's right. what made me go number one, I was living in Orlando, and I had my cards on on every car in the parking lots I passed and every mailbox. And I was fine. Like I was finding people posted it, posting it up on Facebook when they would find it. They're like, I don't know who this girl is, but this is in my mailbox, so I'm going to support her, you know. And I went number one awesome. just off those cards, just off just off those cards. So you know, the smallest thing can can help you, and you just have to you just have to want to do it. it you know, wow. it doesn't you don't necessarily. Awesome. I mean, if you have the money to invest, you should invest in yourself. But you know, uh, most importantly, is time. If you put the time and effort in, mm-hmm. you'll see the results. 
Wow. I love what you're dropping here just yet. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people seem to think it's – a lot of people seem to think it costs – you know, you got to put money and money and money. And if you have the money, that's awesome to do, you know. But really, a lot of the small companies, you know, like like the bigger companies that we see, like Mattel or Apple, most of them started in somebody's garage or basement. And, you know, you got to work at your your financial level. So if you can do a kickback – you know, you could do a little, a small kickback or even, you know, as far as networking, team up with an author because, you know, in, mm-hmm. in cities, you don't know something close. I, I'm teaming up with an author in Charlotte. I have a cousin in Charlotte. She says that, you know, um, I should come do something there. So the first thing I did was post, okay, so are there any authors in Charlotte? Cause I want to, you know, we can do a, a kickback combined. And, you know, right there, mm-hmm. that cuts half of the money for what you're trying to do. You know, uh-huh. if you put a little, a little, you know, creativity into it and, and some time and effort, you know, it can be something nice. Absolutely, and I think most authors go to uh, publishers because they don't really have it. And again, right. it, it's back to goes back to what you were saying about making sure that you're investing in yourself because that. Publisher is paying for your covers, they're paying for your editing, they're covering this, they're covering that. But at the same time, you have to be able to push your brand and push yourself. We always like to do these, we like Mike and Molly on the show. And there was this one show where after she got her publishing deal, you know, he showed her the paperback. I mean, the the hardback. It wasn't a paperback. It was a hardback. It was colored. You know, she had her favorite little sweater on. She was like, I, I just really look good. She was still in that cover. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just so wonderful. She was in the moment. And then he took the book and he threw it across the room. And he said, now the real work begins. Now you have to not only sell this book, but you got to sell yourself at the same time. And, you know, uh, the, the thing about that is a lot of people are unaware it's about who you know. I have never in the history of writing or publishing paid more than $50 for a book cover. We we know so many, there are so many graphic design artists. There's colleges. Get a, get you an editor that's just coming out of college or in college right now, and they'll, they'll take a lower price, what I did when I was with my first company, because I actually kept those people, um, I found it. And, you know, well, my best friend is an editor right now. So, uh, you know, she and I barter, but, um, you know, we found a graphic design artist that was just out of college and they had some low prices. So we did a contract so we can keep those same low prices. You know, um, he does my flyers. He does all my, uh, my, uh, mock-ups. He does, he does all of it. I have never paid more than $50 ever in my life. And like I said, um, when I was with Creative Minds, we had over 25 books. I'm working on my ninth and 10th book, book. I had my covers three months ago when I first came up with the idea for the book. And, I mean, his name is Infinite. He has a graphic design business. Like, it's an actual LLC. You know, if we support our own people, we don't have to pay $150 for a book cover. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to pay. You know, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I would be willing to pay $100 for editing because that's very important. But, you know, when we support our own people, we get we get smaller prices. We get, you know, we get, we might not get discounts because, you know, we should support them whatever their price is. But it's easy to find somebody if you look hard enough. You know what I'm saying? The same way they're looking for these publishers, 
Look for somebody that can do your cover for you. Look for somebody that, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's publishers that's charging people $2,000, which I don't ever charge. But, you know, it's people that's charging money to do, to, to publish these people's books, and it doesn't cost nearly as much. It doesn't cost nearly as much to do that. And a lot of authors don't know that. And that's why I said I have helped people put out books that are not signed to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, people think that it costs a lot of money to do. Really, the the hard part is not getting the cover, getting it edited, and, you know, getting barcodes. That's the easy part. Just like you said, that's the easy part. The hard part is marketing yourself and getting the book written. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, mm-hmm. I think that, if, you know, there are, there are ways around everything. Just like, you know, like, let's say we're throwing a baby shower. You know, we're all ladies. Let's say one of us gets pregnant and we're all friends. We're throwing a baby shower. We will find a way to make that baby shower nice if we only have $400. You know what I'm saying? We will find a way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. that a lot of times we're lazy because there's a more convenient way. Oh, if I just get a publisher, they'll do everything. Right. But you're losing a lot mm-hmm. of your money. You're losing a lot of money. Right. You know, like I said, they're taking, you're getting 45%. You wrote this book. You're the face of the book, and you're getting 45% of it. I mm-hmm. didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I put the time into that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the person, you know, I'm the face behind it. You're helping me, mm-hmm. so you deserve a cut, but you don't deserve a bigger cut than me, and I'm. this is my baby. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I just, mm-hmm. I just think that, um, when you when you want something bad enough, you'll find a way to make it work. Even promoting doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You'll find a way to make it work. Wow. You have dropped a, a load of jewels tonight. I hope everyone has been taking notes because it all makes sense, you know. I just, I, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm a different type of publisher because, you know, I, I know that it's a business. So, I'm not going to do it for free, but if this is your baby and this is you, I don't need to take more credit for your book. My my little logo mm-hmm. at the top of it is 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 something simple compared to the actual body of of the story or the brand, you know, which is you. So I don't I don't mm-hmm. even think that publishers deserve 60% of somebody's book or 55% of somebody's book. I don't think so. I really don't. And I I think that as you know, the more you research, and that's with any type of business, any small business, you should research your options. And if anybody need a graphic mm-hmm. design artist or an editor or whatever, contact me because I'm, you know, I know people that will do it, and it's not going to charge you. It's not going to cost you an arm, a leg, and a toe <clears throat> to, to, you know, to to get off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, publishers will make you think that they paid $250 for your book cover, and then it's somebody's college student that's doing it for 75 or $85. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's I mean, it's a business, wow. but it you just mm-hmm. got it. Like, it's, like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's in who you know. With Like any other business, it's in, it's in who you know. If you know the right person, you can get, you know, you can get edited. You can get, you know, you even as far as kickbacks and, you know, little open mics and stuff. I met I met one DJ when I came here to Atlanta. I met one DJ through a friend, and through him, I met four other DJs. I I've been on um a couple of you know like they live stream shows. I don't know if you know Alicia um DJ Tui, but I met him um, and through him 
through him, I've I've been able to do open mics and a, a bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They uh they have a show called Streets Unlocked. I've been on their show two or three times. They're super supportive. There's like four different DJs on that show. You know, like that's that's what they do as a profession, and they have promoting, they have small businesses, and you know, once you once you make your network, you don't really you don't really have to spend a lot. You wanna you wanna spend something because you you wanna you know you wanna make sure your brand is what you want it to be, but you don't have to spend thousands of dollars if you if you network properly. Okay. Well, you're listening to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and my wonderful co-host over there is the fabulous Miss Leisha. And we have the awesome Just Day One on here dropping jewels left and right. So we hope that you guys are are, are taking notes because <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely. Lots and lots of notes. And just know, you know, everybody's, I think that everybody's lane is different. Everybody's situation is different, right. yeah, but your lane is always paved just for you. But the thing is that you, you should not get discouraged. A lot of times your passion will take you farther than you even know. And like she was saying, some people, they love to hear somebody's passion or even to experience somebody's passion. And a lot of times they will help you just on that. That's why we do what we do here on Let's Chat. You know, as readers, we get to feel the author's pen. We get to feel the passion for what they do when we read their books. But here on Let's Chat, we like to be able to offer a free platform because when you don't have that word of mouth, if you are unable to do certain things and or you are unable to or unsure of how to move a certain way, your personality then becomes that word of mouth. So that's why we have Let's Chat so that, people can be able to share the passion for what they do and start to get themselves out there. Right. And I, I agree. Everybody's everybody's path and everybody's lane is completely different. But, you know, like you said, if you have a passion for it, you'll make it happen. You'll you know, you'll find a way and you'll it'll attract people to you that can help you make it happen. Even if you don't have that particular skill or anything, a lot of times people are looking to network just as much as you. And often I've found, and and it surprised me, but a lot of people that are up and coming or, you know, new business owners or whatever, they're willing to barter. They're willing to barter. Um, You know, you'd be surprised at how many people want to have a book out. You know what I'm saying? So maybe Mm -hmm. he's just, maybe he's just an editor, but maybe he wants to have a book out too. And, okay, you edit a certain amount of my books, and I'll help you put a book out. You know what I'm saying? Self-publish a book or, or, or you know what I'm saying? Um, I met a, a, a lovely woman named uh, Kanisha Moore, and she wants to put out uh, – she does homeschool. She wants to put out a textbook based on uh, knowledge yourself. And she and I bartered. She has a small business where she um, does natural soaps and and, um, you know, like um, soaps and lotions and, you know, shea butters and stuff like that. I get me, a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a free little baggie every time I meet up with her. You know what I'm saying? And and it doesn't necessarily have to be that either one of us spend money is you can do something for me and I can do something for you. And, you know, people just, are, you know, we like to have people in our network that are just as passionate about their business as, you know, we are about our own. And, you know, once you find that circle, you really won't need too much. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
so that's part of the importance of what we were our our topic tonight is is branding and uh you shared a lot of branding techniques that you um incorporate into your business, but if you could wrap it all up, the most important thing about branding to you and yours is what um the most important thing I say is having my own voice um everybody there's a lot of publishers there's a lot of writers. Um, the the worst thing in the world to me would be to be just like somebody else. I, I would want, mm-hmm. you know, I want my uniqueness. I want my, I want Jay to be, you know, when you think about Jay, you think about me specifically. You don't think, oh, she sounds like somebody else or her books sound like somebody else. Remind me of this or remind me of that. I think the most important thing is to have your own voice because we're all individuals. And that's what we want to, to shine and show. Mhm. And there's enough room Absolutely. for all of us out here. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming through the chat room, sharing your time, sharing your juice with us and our listeners. We appreciate you. We want you to shout out all of your social media where everybody can contact you, your website information, and any events that you're going to be attending as well. Okay. So um, I will be at the Decatur Book Festival this summer. Um, I definitely want everybody that, um, you know, are avid readers to come out to that. Um, I will be uh, planning different um, kickbacks and open mics throughout, um, like I said, throughout the East Coast, which I'll be promoting on my social network as I I book them. But um, on Facebook, I'm just Jay Warner or author just Jay Warner. Those are two separate pages. Um, On Instagram, I'm just Jay the author. And on Twitter, I'm just JW. So... I can be contacted um, either way. You can find my books. Um, if you go to my page, author, just Jay Warner, you can click shop now and you can go to my personal website, which is um, author just J at yola.com. And, um, you know, if you have a Kindle, my books are 99 cent on Kindle. Awesome. And it says well, thank J- you so much, Jessica. Just the, the it's J U S T J A E. One word. Last name Warner. Y'all got that? Mm-hmm. Brandon, all the way across. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Justin. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing your journey and uh, letting our listeners know, you know, what, what it is all about. And, and you have choices out there. So we so appreciate right. you. And, you know, the door is always open if you want to come back with yourself as well as your authors. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I know you've seen I, I definitely support the show. And, you know, if if I see you guys have anybody coming on, I'll, I'll share and post and everything like that. Um, I, I definitely support that you guys are showcasing people, especially, you know, for free. It, it shows your passion. Mm-hmm. So thank you for having me. Absolutely, and when so you're welcome. on your show, make sure you tag us so that we can share it. Of course. Yes, yes. Networking all around. <laughs> and support. Of course. Thanks again, Jessica. You have a you have a great evening, Ani. You too. I'm going to stay and listen for your next guest anyway. Okay. But thank you. Thank you so much. Oh. Well, thank you. I'm going to put you in the queue, okay? All right. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Okay, you too. At least I love her. Her passion is so awesome. (laughs)
Mm-hmm. And that's what it is about here on Let's Chat. We try to bring our listeners so many different avenues and so many different guests with with their own strengths, and she just fell right into it, and she has her own lane, and she's just making way for, for – she's reaching back and just helping other people to fulfill their dreams. So that's an awesome thing. Yes, most definitely. Now we have our next guest coming into the chat room. Okay, we're going to – I didn't want to jack his name up. Uh, oh, you know what? It, I don't even know that it was a male or a female. <laughs> we got to bring in 310 oh. no, Okay, good, because I've been saying he. Welcome to the chat room. <laughs> All right, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's, my name is Coffee. It's K-O-F-F-I, but it's pronounced like the stuff you get at Starbucks. It's from the Western Sudan and literally translated, it means he has the gift of gab and God is with him. Oh, that rich stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm from Jersey, don't trip. <laughs> That's why I want to give mad shouts to your pre- to the previous guest, Jafia. Uh I definitely want to link up with her and uh, get her into my advisory board because we have access uh-huh. to uh, corporate sponsorship. So I, I like a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. she's she's doing with uh, BB, uh, BBW women and uh, women's causes. So I want to line her up with a few uh, people and maybe we can get her down with this breast awareness thing that we're doing this summer and see if we can't get her to get, mm-hmm. you know, Wells Fargo or somebody to sponsor one of her artists for a book tour. That's awesome. Did you get her contact information? No, but she's still listening to the show, so I'm going to shoot her all mine. We'll link that up. She a hustler. I like that in her spirit. Okay. But thank you, ladies, very much for bringing me to the show. I really appreciate the platform. Well, tell everyone about yourself, Mr. Jaffe from Jersey. And just so you know, I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah, well, don't you mind. I'm originally from Brooklyn, Crown Heights, President Street, right down the street from oh, Botanica Gardens. You can't miss me on the see, My mom is in Evansville, <laughs> Crown Heights, all the way. So let's get this show oh, popping. Stop it. Stop it. We probably family. You don't even know it. <laughs> the close <pass> already. <laughs> Well, three more about yourself. Well, I'm, I'm gonna give you the, the <laughs> right? short of version because you know I, I I'm I'm the 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 complication within the enigma in itself. So the short of bridge version is uh, this time last year I actually for the first time became a published author, and I published a book oh. for another publishing house. And I became the first author on planet Earth to have a three-day book release and sell it out three days in a row. And everybody got paid but me. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's not good. Well, what you have to understand is that becoming a published author is kind of like getting drafted into the NFL. And then once you get there, you discover that you're Des Bryant and everybody's buying your jersey. But it's Jerry Jones that's getting the money. So basically what I did was mm. I totally revamped the project. I went and incorporated and started my own company, uh, 492 Publishing House, Inc. And then I released a 480-page debut. Uh, it is called Death of a Thug. It's uh, based on true events. And uh, we released it on the 5th of January, 2017, uh, on pre-sale, it went live on Amazon on the 23rd, and to date, it has won two awards. 
uh, including Best New Author for January 2017 from WorldWideTweets.com. Uh, we won the 2017 Walter Mosley Award for African American Fiction, and our company, uh, uh, God is so good, the publishing house just won uh, Best Small Publishing Company uh, for uh, 2017 uh, March from Worldwide Tweets just this morning. But the the marketing campaign that we put together, I basically put together a company that's for authors because it's being designed by an author. Uh, what most people don't know about the game that they get into is there are two levels. First, you have what is traditional publishing, and that's when I come to you and say, ladies, look, that book that you idea you have is great. Here, here's $10,000. Now I'm going to spend $25,000 in marketing to go put it out there to the world and put you on Oprah's couch and everything else. And then once we start recouping and I get my money back, you get the scraps. Now, with self-publishing, think of it more like going to Subway. And everything that you put on there, the lettuce, the pickles, all of that you're paying for. Now, when you get to the counter, you pay for it. Now, when you walk out the door, it's your job to go block the block to sell it. Now, what we've done to fill a niche is we're giving you an all-inclusive package. So not only are we going to format and put this book together and we give you worldwide distribution uh, through Indie Bookhouse, through Baker and Taylor, through Ingram Press, also through Amazon, uh, but mm-hmm. we also give you a trailer for that book. We put that trailer on a cable station that shows nothing but trailers for 30 days. We also enter you into writing contests, uh, you know, depending on the level that you get. And if you get a package that actually has paperbacks, I think our lowest package, we give you somewhere between 50 to 60 books, you know, just included. Because the most times that you're going to sell these books is when you happen to go to the nail salon or something and someone brings it up. Oh, you're an author, and then you go to the trunk next to you, you know, you're there all day, but you sold every book in the trunk. And, you know, you have to be strapped and prepared for that because uh, with a lot of times the, the, the industry is set up to be the carrot in front of the horse. So as long as the carrot is there, the horse will move. But what we really look at it from an author standpoint, it's about these people getting to know your work. So in the meantime, what we do with Skype interviews and radio interviews and platforms of that nature we allow you to get a bestseller experience even if nobody but your mama and her church group buys your book. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But we also put you in front of a platform of close to 6.9 million people. So, you know, if they're Mm -hmm. feeling it, then, you know, they'll buy it. Mm -hmm. We can only guarantee exposure. And that's that paperback hustle that I think uh, a lot of authors are missing a lot of new authors because they don't know, you know what I'm saying? When the, when eBooks, they see, okay, well you can sit behind your computer, but you got to actually move your feet. And I love the fact that you bought up the, the beauty salon and making sure you have books in your car so that you're always constantly selling your books. Talk a little bit more about that paperback hustle and the necessity for authors to be able to move their, to move their feet to get where they're trying to go. Well, first and foremost, in order to do that, you have to ultimately know where it is you're trying to go. You have to sit down and say, mm-hmm. okay, I am at A. I want to get to W. Now I've got to see what it is mm-hmm. that I've got to do 
to get to W. And when I wake up, I make sure that every single day that I'm on this planet, I am knocking off something on that list. So no matter what, I'll end up getting to my goal. Mm. It is entirely possible to squeeze 36 hours into a 24-hour day because I've been doing this since 1988. So I know I know you can do it. It's just a matter if people mm-hmm. want to do it. You know, it's it, it, it's all about desire. Now, the thing that I can try to do is I can try to give you materials that you would be proud of and want to go tell people about. But all all in mm-hmm. all, it, it ends up to being the you. But remember, the the biggest thing about being a writer is it's about the level of writer you are. What I mean by that is. Matthew Della Vadova is actually an NFL player. I mean, excuse me, an NBA player. He actually makes a living as an NBA basketball player. Now, he's never going to be in the All-Star game or be league MVP or be LeBron, but he's still an NBA player. Writing is kind of like the same thing. You know, if if, uh, Steph Curry wants to challenge me, it's not going to be in a dunk contest. It's going to be in a three-point shooting contest. So, as a writer, mm-hmm. you have to find your level, become the best writer on that level the world's ever seen, and make sure every single time that you write, you start mm-hmm. from a storyline standpoint. If you start from a storyline mm-hmm. standpoint, things like characters' names or settings won't get in your way, and they won't matter because the story will be what people are attracted to and can't put down. And thank you, Jesus, that's what we've been able to experience with Death of a Thug. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, I want to go back. This is Tony um, Coffee. I want to go back to that Death of a Duck. Is that the um, the debut of your, your one? It was pre-ordered on 1517 and it won two awards. Is that the right book I'm talking about? That is, that is absolutely correct. Okay. Kind of like Death of a Salesman, okay. but there's no salesman involved. <laughs> Just a thug. Just a thug. <laughs> But what was the concept behind that book for you? It was actually a true story that I was really, really close to, and I felt that it needed to be told. But what I'm most Mm -hmm. proud about it is that I was able to fictionalize it. So I didn't incriminate the innocent or further incriminate the guilty, but I actually got to take Mm -hmm. a tour guide stance. So someone who doesn't know anything about this way of life or how these things are run could actually walk through and understand from cover to cover and actually really feel it because the emotions that are in it, these people actually went through and were affected in this way. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, is that the 480-page book that you were talking about? Absolutely correct, and it's to be continued. Oh, Lord, <laughs> and a lot of my fans con- are mad at me because they, <laughs> they said it ain't enough. <laughs> really? It's not enough of 480 pages? Man, that book was wow. – um, that's when I, when I really learned about uh, – when I first got into this game and when I decided to publish, I had to learn this game from the ground up. That's when I first learned what a word Uh count is and how you find out a word count. What a word count is is how many words have you written down on this paper. Uh, And then what we do is we use the the formula, the 390, and then we find out how many pages this thing is going to be approximately. Now, uh, Death Uh of a Thug was 187,500 words. (laughs) And uh, when you... When you divide that by the 390, it comes out to like 473 and some change or something like that. 
then it'll fill a page. So it's about 480. But yeah, but uh, I mean, wow. you gotta understand something like when we're talking about branding, like I, you know, no disrespect to anybody because the one thing that I always remember walking with my father when he told me I can learn something from everybody I meet. And as he said that, I looked across the street and I saw a homeless man pushing a cart and he smelled like urine. And when the wind hit, I could smell him across the street. And I was like, well, what can he teach you? And my dad looked at him and then looked me dead in the eyes and said, he can teach you what not to do. So I was like, whoa. So, you know, I've been able to, to walk with kings but not lose my common touch, so to speak. But sometimes my, my mm-hmm. swag and my arrogance comes off where people may be, you know, put off or offended. And I'm learning to work on that. That's what they call tax, so to speak. But uh, the whole thing about branding <laughs> and the difference is, is if I walk up to you and tell you, hey, um, how much are you about to pay for your car? And you tell me I'm about to pay $44,000. It's a 2015. And I go, man, look, I know where you can go down to CarMax, man, and you can get this car for $7,000. Yeah, that's true, but it's not going to have this Mercedes emblem or this engine on it. That's what branding is. Branding is what, what separates you. Like, just for an example, my kennel club, uh, we have a moniker. We're known as the Mercedes-Benz of pubs. <laughs> You know, point blank period. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get a complete, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get a complete animal that's going to be actually a part of your home. You know, you're not going to get a bill and headaches. So that's what branding mm-hmm. means. When when you see something, the difference between this ninety nine cent hammer and this two dollar and fifty cent hammer is the fact that this $2.50 hammer is going to be still doing what it's supposed to do 10, 11, 12 years later, while this 99-cent one broke down, you know, 30 miles down the road. That's the difference. That's what branding is for. That's why when people see that L, they reach for Mm -hmm. that Lysol can. And even no matter what brand of of, uh, child's diapers people were using for a long time, especially in the black community, they'll say, hey, hand me that pamper. But these are huggies, boy. You better hand mm-hmm. that to me. <laughs> yes, that so was true. Right. It'll so, always be a pamper. You know, so, <laughs> exactly. And that's branding. Putting that in your mind. Mm-hmm. That even if it's not my product that you're using, when you're using something similar to my product, you're thinking about me. Now, what my job right. is to make my product so good that when you compare my product to theirs, you're going to put his down, save mm-hmm. your money up, and come get mine and stop playing. <laughs> That's what branding does for you. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow! I hear you. I hear you, Coffee. This is Tony. Now, um, you know, I'm 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 an avid reader. I love to read, and uh, thanks to authors like you, um, I I read electronically because there's no way I can carry around almost a 500 pound 500 page novel. Now, with this lengthy novel of yours and Death of a Thug. Um, for my own, Mr. Coffee, any challenges, you know, just to 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 with as far as character development, keeping the plot interesting, and not making that reader put that book down like, oh Lord, this thing is too long, I can't finish this. What was the challenge to keep the interest in the reader turning those pages or hitting that next page button? Tell me, tell me something a little bit about that. The, the, to be honest, the, the challenge was really 
Because at the time, I was living on the east side of Compton, well, Bumpton, as they call it. So uh, the, the challenge to be 100 was to make these characters fictional enough and to make these situations mm-hmm. fictional enough so folks' phones don't ring. <laughs> that was the challenge mm-hmm. because everything <laughs> actually happened. You know, it, wow. it, 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 it's, it's about a, a phenomenal two-sport athlete. He's from Brooklyn. He goes to USC after being highly recruited by Duke. In the championship game against Duke, he uh, mashes him, and now he's a shoe-in to go pro. His his junior year, his father Mm -hmm. tells him he needs to get his degree. That's more important in case something happens. So he calls Mm -hmm. himself rebelling. He ends up winning the Heisman Trophy in football and the Naismith in basketball. And a month before the draft, while everybody's deciding whether he's going to go to the NBA or the NFL, he has a motorcycle accident. Now, he can walk with no noticeable limp, but everything that made him spectacular is gone. No more 4.240, no more 72-inch vertical. So now he's blaming his dad because he's like, I should have went my junior year. I could have bought mom's a house. She say, look, stay with your aunt out in California, which is his uh, dad's sister in Compton. We'll revisit it in in Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. When he gets there, he's with his three relatives, his two, uh, two dudes, and the girl. They're more like brother and sister than cousins. And her best friend has been digging him since her freshman year, but her boyfriend was a big drug dealer. He wasn't having it. Well, now he's facing life mm-hmm. in prison, so she lets our hero know she's feeling him. Well, when he gets close to her, he finds out that it's not her uh, boyfriend that was the big dealer. It's her brother. And now he has our hero caught mm-hmm. up in the middle of a plot that involves murder, drugs, setup, and revenge. And not only does he have to find out what this plot is, how he can counteract it, and then everybody's life does a 180-degree turn, all because of the death of a thug. Wow. <laughs> Real talk. Now, it's, see, it's you got me job. ready to get my one click on. <laughs> because you, oh, you, you hit to. on, this is Tony. You, this is Tony, because you hit on some passions of mine. Besides reading, I'm an avid sports um, buff. You know, my son plays college basketball. I, I host a sports show here on Blog Talk every Tuesday night. So sports is one of my passions and and reading. So you have brought those two loves of mine together. So I'm going to be interested in, in in knowing why this death of a thug needs to be in my life. That's just the main plot, though. <laughs> see, see here, here's what frustrates me as a reader is when I get a book that has, let's say, 15 chapters, and somewhere around chapter 7, I know everything that's about to happen in this book. I feel like that's a waste of both of our time as a writer, honestly. I'm throwing these curveballs the entire time. That's why it's to be continued. Because right when you're like, yeah, I'm not going to speak. Like, wait, 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 what else is happening? (laughs) Like, (laughs) what you got to understand, you know how there are books where – I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know how there are books where you say, hey, I'm going to go pick up my son in 20 minutes. I'm going to read this book for 10, then get in the car. If you do that with Death and (laughs) Death of a Thug, you're going to be 30 minutes late. (laughs) Because it's actual real emotion. These are real people. This actually really happened. (laughs) Uh (laughs) You know, and I have a lot of strong, strong black characters in there, like, uh, like Donna McCafferty. Uh, she's a, like a pit bull in a skirt. She's a hot shot attorney. 
USC alum. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, AKA, <laughs> uh, the boy uh, Malcolm Stewart. Uh, man, mm-hmm. it, it's it like, because the book is so deep because the drama, as it unfolds itself, there are five or six different subplots that are all intertwined and connected. And when you hit that final switch and you see the picture, you're like, I'll be damned. <laughs> and then, boom, here comes this bus. <laughs> catch me on the next one, you know. Uh, you know, my thing is I try to be worth the price of admission every single time I come out the gate. That's why I say no disrespect to anybody, but I don't write 99-cent books. Sometimes we'll have, uh, you know, uh, things where we'll give, you know, we'll give it away to folks. Because I tell people like this, listen, I don't know who your favorite author is currently. But I promise you, mm-hmm. if you read me from cover to cover, I will make your top five. And that's real. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm going to have to check out the death of a thug. Absolutely. And I, you know what? I like the idea that of what you just said about not selling a 99-cent book. Because when you go to book events, like, for example, I went to – uh, I want to say it was Tamika Newhouse's AANBC Awards the year before last. That was the first year we mm-hmm. went, right, T? Yes. And um, Honeybee was there. And Honeybee keeps a, and that's Mary B. Morrison, she keeps one of those, mm-hmm. the four-inch books in her purse, and she gives those away mm-hmm. for free. And I'm just think I thought about that when you said that. Like, if you want to give it away, give it away. Well, well, I Mm -hmm. I do that for two reasons. Now, how are people reacting to? Well, well, as far as the the people's reaction, here's what you have to understand about my writings, which this was a description that my fans basically gave to me of the way that I write. My writings are like terrorists. They just pull up, grab you, throw you in the van, and just drive off, and we're not letting you out till the journey's (laughs) over with. Real talk. (laughs) And we throw you out the curve, you're going to be like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, damn. But the cool news is we have mad follow-ups. I have a series that's going to follow Death of a Thug. It's called the Six Degrees of Hustle series. There are 11 books in the series total. Uh Uh, Each of the first 10 are all unrelated stories that each reveal. They all happen with intertwining characters in the same town, and they each reveal a piece of a puzzle that becomes the 11th book that I explained before I shut that series down. Uh, I also have a, a series about a black detective called the Max Black series. Uh, the Suspicion series is the subtitle of that. Right now there are, wait, hold on, give me one second. So I'm lying to you. There are 47 books in that series. Uh, each one is interconnected. You're not going to know that until somewhere around book four. <laughs> and uh, the someone each book somewhere in the title is going to have the word suspicion, and the first one is deadly suspicions, and the final one is going to be end of suspicions. Because by then I kind of ran out of stuff. To <laughs> Poppy, I want to say, did you say forty-seven books in that series, or four two seven? No, forty-seven. <laughs> Cuarento siete. <laughs> was 47, 47. I just had to make sure that this ain't went in Spanish. <laughs> Here's what you have to understand about me. And, 
and, and like I said, the, the reason why I say it's levels to this thing, you know, because like, you know, a lot of writers come to me like, man, how do you get rid of writer's block? And I'm like, honestly, like, knock on wood, like, no, that's something hey, that you, I don't we take you back. We're taking you back to the 47. <laughs> you can't slide past that one. We're going to take no, you back no. to the 47. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, How many I'm pages are in each of those books there? Um, anywhere. Right, oh, okay, okay, go ahead. like Continue. 306. I, I think the lowest one is like <laughs> 306. But, but here, here's what you have to understand. Oh, I don't, like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm setting up a series <laughs> for, for people because I'm going to tell you what frustrates me is I, I'm a reader as well as a publisher, you know, but I'm also, mm-hmm. big, first and foremost, I'm a fan. You know, yes, I'm an award-winning author, but I, 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 I've been a, a triple award-winning reader since I was a kid. You know, I love books, like seriously. So um, for me, it's about the body of work, you know, because that's actually what this person is spending their hard-earned money on. You know, and that's what makes them choose your brand because when you see those little houses and you see that 492 Publishing House Inc., you know you're not going to be reading Baby Mama 17. I'm just, you know, I'm just being honest because I've run into people that have really, really, really great stories, great stories. And then there's no follow-up, but there is room for you to write things within there. You might squeeze two or three books out of there, but then by book four, them people that have been following you like, oh, man. You did this to me with this 137-page thing. You feel me? So what I'm doing is I'm putting together a, a series that we're putting together for young authors called 8 Million Stories, where we give them a template. We allow them to put their individual stories in there, and then I take excerpts from each one of them, tie them all up together. Then we move to the next town and new office. So that's a platform that hopefully uh, we're going to be getting sponsorships for to uh, – you know, set that off as well as uh, Black Awards. That's why I want to link up with as many self-publishing companies as I can so I can add them to my advisory board. So, you know, you got to remember when you go to corporate sponsors that have deep pockets, it's not about what you want or what you're looking at saying. It's about what you can do for them that'll make them invest in you. You know, so that's what the formula is about. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's given some 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 powerful reading to his readers, and uh, he he you ain't no joke, Mister Coffee. <laughs> oh no, nah, baby, you, you oh, oh you gotta see um the uh, this summer we actually had to push it back because of the success of Death of the Thug, but I have a relationship book called The Realist Guide to Being Real. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. what it's for is for people who want old school results where you and him are still holding hands and kissing 40 years later in a new school world because it's about your approach and how you're offering it. You know, I can have the best sandwiches in the world, but if I'm standing there with a cart next to a fire hydrant and a pile of dog doodle, eh, I don't think I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So it's about nah. you know, just, just being, one, being 100 with you, you know? So it's about aligning yourself and putting putting things together and not doing this for the attraction of a mate, but doing this for you and making you a better mm-hmm. person. And no matter what, I promise you'll end up attracting that person that you were looking for because they'll be on that level looking for you. Real talk. So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, Body Count is coming out of mm-hmm. the Six Degrees of Hustle series. We have the Towers Collapse, uh, Serve and Protect, uh, Green Eyed Monster, uh, unpunished, uh, unpunished kindness, um, uh, 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 honor among thieves. Uh, <laughs> like you know, 
I, I apologize. Oh, what I really wanted to tell you is I found a writer. Uh, we're actually in the negotiation stage with a wonderful new writer. Her name is Mika Canada. And uh, her and 15 or 14 of her girlfriends wrote a book called What Black Women Really Think. And this was a really, mm-hmm. like, uh, it was no male bashing or anything like that. It was just really genuinely from the heart, top to bottom, what black women think and, you know, what it is they're looking for about their goals and lives and things that, you know, if they could have their moment in the sun to ride off into the sunset, so to speak, how everything would look. And it was a uh, very, mm-hmm. very powerful book. I actually read it She because uh, I had to go to Jersey to do the Cup of Soul show in Philly and I uh, had to go to my grandma's funeral and I uh, mm-hmm. read it on a plane. And it was just, it just blew me away. Like the book is just really, oof. Yo, yo, her name is Nika Canada. <laughs> so I'm looking to make her have a home at 492 Publishing House in the near future, hopefully. You know, of God. So she, you know, she's from wow. Compton. That's my girl. That's actually why I met her. But, you know, I got a lot of projects wow. jumping off. Uh, we're also talking to movie rights for a series that I've written. So, you know. <laughs> Which one? The 40, 47 book series? <laughs> Well, well, no, that actually, to be honest, I was actually about to launch that before I, because believe it or not, it was all one book. It really was. But I went off no, on coffee. so many different tangents. Coffee, no, we, seriously. We, I'm going to say time out. You, your 47 book series was originally one book. Let, let me explain how that, uh, how that happened. <laughs> I, I'm old school. I write on pen, pen and pad. Okay, and, and, flag you know, on the play. Flag you, on the play. I want to take you back. I want to take you back. What? I want to take you back. So when you sat down now. to write your series, how long yeah. did it take you to write this series? Uh, I think I did. It started April, uh, like somewhere around November, like the end of November. Because what it was, oh, is it started as one dude, and I just had a whole bunch of stuff happen to him. And then I went on a tangent mm-hmm. and was filling in the blanks of backstories and uh, that. So it wasn't mm-hmm. just that he went in there and killed Mike. Now, in the next chapter, now you understand who Mike is and why Mike is important in the whole nine. So that's why it ended mm-hmm. up, you know, just notebook after notebook after notebook after notebook. That's how I write, because I have a relationship wow. with each and every one of my characters. <laughs> you right. know, so I, you know, I'm basically that's how you make the them real. To my audience, exactly, mm-hmm. because that means that mm-hmm. this emotion that you're reading is really happening to this character. This is really how they feel right. about it, even if they only exist in my head. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. It's an imagination. Remember, <laughs> you know, when well, you they, 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 they say they transition from. Yeah, they transition from your head into the hearts of your readers. So, you know, the more real they are to you, we as readers, we're going to gravitate towards them. So the realness is real. No, I didn't hear you. I just hope I don't create no Paul Sheldon fans. (laughs) Do you have the Misery series? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we love misery here on Let's Chat, right, Lee? 
yes, Misery was she was the ultimate she was the ultimate reader. We call her the ultimate reader. Mm-hmm. That's that reader that yes. will run down your last book. You know, that's why when authors have series we say it's very important. Hey. That if you don't write your series mm-hmm. together, that you always read it because you got those readers that will run it down to you and say, "Well, page fifty-seven couldn't have happened because in the last book, and will run everything down to you that happened in that last book. You break up their favorite couple, you mess with their man." Cause you know everybody got a everybody got a book man, a book boyfriend. They coming for your neck. They in your inbox. They want to know why you kill him off. Why'd you break them up? Who is this chick? They is on it. That's the ultimate readers. Yes. So you may get some of those. That's exactly true. That's exactly true. But that's why I tell them ahead of time how many books to expect. So, you right. know, at book 16, you can't be like, well, I hope so-and-so don't make it. Hey, he may or he may not. Yeah. That is why you're turning finish. the page. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, Coffee, this is Tony. What, you know, you have so much going on, and, and we love your passion here on Let's Chat, but what is a typical day off for Coffee? <laughs> really? And you know what's funny right that you said that. That's where uh my my dental surgeon is my my wife's fraternity brother. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh I went in a day I had to get fillings done. And I was like, Hey, am I gonna be able to talk by like the four o'clock? They're like, Oh yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. But as we leave and she told me, Hey, look, you gotta take a day where you just don't talk to anybody because we gotta bring you in for dental surgery. And I'm like, um, yeah, about that. <laughs> so, like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you got to understand something. For me, it, it's about, like I said, where you're trying to go. And remember, there are six degrees of separation between a mm-hmm. pauper and a prince. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if right. if being on the scale closer to the prince is really not that important to you, you're going to find yourself mm-hmm. saying, that's not that serious. Now, let me explain to you how small uh, a difference six degrees makes. Let's say that you and I start walking from here in Los Angeles together, and every 100 miles, you take one small step to the left. That ain't that big. That ain't that big a deal. But you keep doing mm-hmm. that every 100 miles. When I end up in Florida, you're going to end up in Maine. <laughs> because of that one step over to the right each and every time that didn't mean anything right. until it adds up You're like, and you want to know where I learned that from Sesame Street <laughs> real talk they had a little <laughs> field and the field was empty and the field was nice and clean and then they had about 200 mm-hmm. people come through there and everybody just dropped a little small gum wrapper and he had just a small piece of paper she had just a small cup and everybody's little thing mm-hmm. that they dropped was nothing. But when you walk back past there, it was like, yo, what happened here? And I was like, wow, right. that's true. Right. You know, real talk. You know, little things aren't, aren't, aren't what with, gets you. You know what I mean? The big things aren't what gets you. Because it's not the flood or the hurricane that makes you go bankrupt. You, you have insurance for that. It's the employee theft. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what put you out of business. You know what I'm saying? 
So you mm-hmm. have to prepare for That's everything. You know, my grandmother used to say, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Like, real talk, growing mm-hmm. up, one of my, my favorite heroes was Batman. Aside from the fact that Bruce Wayne oh. had an insane amount of money, it was the fact that no matter what, they were in. Tune in next week. <laughs> and Robin, look <laughs> on my tool belt and get something nobody thought we'd ever need, but I got it right here. We're going to get out of here. Oh, yeah, that's my dude right there. I need to be on that squad. I need that. I need that. To the Black Cave. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get me going I'm with black man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get me going with this with me, hero thing. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Stop. No, I'm telling you. Oh, it's all about what you I'm want a superhero, like, but you, you want to get it. You're going to get me going, Coffee. The superhero thing. Hey. Delicia's probably tired of me and my superhero. <laughs> Who, who's your superhero? Who is it? Who is it? Oh, man. Let's see. I have so many to choose from. My favorite superhero, I got to go with, um, I love Batman, and I love the Hulk. Okay. So don't get uh, don't get you upset. You see, look, I'm waving. I'm on the good <laughs> side. <laughs> yes, you don't want to get too upset. Because <laughs> I would just burst oh, out. <laughs> Oh yeah, I am loving this. I am, this is fun, yo. This is fun. Oh, seriously, I appreciate this. <clears throat> For real, this oh, has been man. like a really busy month, bro. It's been like so busy this month. It's just been back to back to back to back. Thank you, Jesus. And we got a write up coming up in Writer's Life magazine. Uh, we also got one coming up in Hustle Mama magazine too. So, I, and mm-hmm. I've been talking to. Uh, uh, to uh, John Taylor, the CEO of Untouchable Magazine, as well as um, um, today, I'm trying to hook up with uh, Soul Central Magazine. But uh, they got Snoop Gravy on their cover, so they about to blow. So hopefully I can be on the one after mm-hmm. that. Look at God. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you just grind, listen, one thing I, I, I like to tell new authors is write, man. Write, write, mm-hmm. write. Right, because if your story mm-hmm. is good, it doesn't matter your character's name. If if in Training Day, if if Denzel's character wasn't Alonzo Turner, if his name was Bob Booba Glass, guess what? It's still a dope movie, right? Stop playing. Right. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear you, you know, Coffee. That's that's some jewels there. You know Absolutely. So you, you, you know we. You, you got to give them the meat and potatoes. Gotta give mm-hmm. them the meat and potatoes. You, you do to. that, everything else is gonna fall in place. You know? But the thing you, you gotta do to. is you gotta always write. You have to always write. There's no excuse not to write. Especially if you mm-hmm. uh, have a commute where somebody else is driving or you get to uh take a train or something. Oh, you're slipping. <laughs> For real. You have to write. You have to learn shorthand, a code that only you as an author understand. So it don't matter that I lost mm-hmm. that pad on there. He'll swear to God I was writing mm-hmm. an alien language trying to trying to decipher that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you dropped something. Trying to understand yeah, it. Give me this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so what what coffee we have so enjoyed having you here. <laughs> yeah. He cracking me up, please. Don't drop anything. <laughs> 
Oh, yo, yo, y'all got to let me come back here. I'm enjoying myself to the fullest. <laughs> well, I just put that you enjoy yourself. You got me. I'm I'm just saying, man, I take my writing serious. This writing is life. Writing is life. And you got to hustle and you got to grind. And you got to keep hustling until you no longer got to introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. You think Kanye West got to come up and tell you his name ain't That's Kanye? right. <laughs> Straight like that. <laughs> it's 36 oh, hours in a day. Stop letting them folks lie to you. Oh man, yeah, you, you you got me all discombobulated over your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, look, we appreciate look, you stepping look. into the chat room and sharing your journey with us. Go ahead. I was gonna say you can find the book "Death of a Thug," like "Death of a Salesman," but substitute "Salesman" for "Thug." Cause as soon as you type in "Death uh-huh. of a," Amazon's gonna put up "Salesman." You type in "Thug." You want the 2017 version, you're going to see the two people standing on top and the guy's hands coming through the bar. That's the one you want. <laughs> and then you go ahead and go read that thing for free. And then when you when they cut you off, go ahead and one-click it because you're not going to be able to stop. Um, if you want the paperback version, you can get that from our website. Uh, that is 492-P-U-B-I-N-C. Excuse me, H-S-E-I-N-C dot com. It's the initials for our company, 492 Publishing House, Inc., 492-P-U-B-H-S-E-I-N-C dot com. Uh, There you'll be able to see our building, our staff, our uh, company logos, our videos. Uh, You'll be able to get the book on there. And if you uh, click for the paperback, it'll take you right to the cart. It'll also, you know, tell you to go check out our packages. And when you go see everything that we're offering, I want you to go out and price everything for yourself. And you'll see how real of a deal it is. Um, I also... Uh, it shows you our upcoming features that we got dropping with the Six Degrees of Hustle series about to drop and uh, the Tales of Max Black for the Suspicion series as well. Awesome. And don't forget, he loves the series. Wow. So you make so sure much, so much you going get ready on to... over at 425. No, no, it's 492. Yes. It's, it's my number and the year I pledge. K9 is a destruction. Oh, 18 tried, now I survive. I'm that fabulous four. They call me Rude Dog. Nasty Ninth District. I'm a four, and I play as the 92. So it's four, nine, two. So it's me, like Ralph Lauren and Polo, this designer. Numbers are perennial. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. We all got you. Right, yes, all right, all right. Nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, baby. Uh, uh, that's why all my companies... Start with 492. My my kennel club is 492 Champion Kennels. My publishing house is 492 Publishing House Inc. My graphic company is 492 Graphics. My mortgage company is 492 uh, and Associates Properties and Trusts. Like you know, that's with the whole the, the that's when you know you're 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 branding and putting your name out there for it to stand as something. You know, there there's a level. You know, like if you go to the puppyspot.com and you type in uh, pugs, male, and then click highest and lowest, the first three dogs that you're going to see is going to be Mosley, Adonis, and uh, Bosco. All three of them belong to 492 Champion Kennels because we're the Mercedes-Benz of pugs. Mm. 
point blank period. When you drive off the lot with a Benz, you know you don't have to come back here a week later because the alternator lot's coming on. <laughs> you know, you get a 10-year mm-hmm. health guarantee. Wow. So, you know, that's what that's yeah. what the, the whole thing about branding is. It's about the product that you're delivering because everybody and mm-hmm. their mama has the, uh, has the desire to write a book, but not everybody is all-star team material book writer. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there are formulas and mm-hmm. algorithms where we can make you a bestseller, even if your book has typos and edits and, you know, uh, you know uh, is, has bad copy work, you know, because we know the formula. But for us, it's about the product. I want a reader to know that if I've got a choice between this book and this book over here that I've heard so much about, when I see those three little houses, oh, that's a 492 book? Oh, you know, I ain't got to say nothing else. I'm going to the counter with this because I know I'm going to love it. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. And that's part of building you your brand. You know what I'm saying? We're not just taking anybody. Well, you all are welcome to addition and apply, and we'll give you all the help we can and, and help you, you know, go to camp, so to speak. <laughs> but, you know, no. <laughs> I'm just being 100 because it's not about being your friend. It's about a reader out there who is going to be able to escape from their reality and walk into my world in between my pages. And I want to make it so they get so comfortable they don't want to leave. And that's what it's mm-hmm. about. That's why we don't have a problem with authors who don't have passion. Because <laughs> we're, we're a discerning group. That's part of our brand. There you go. From the words of Mr. Coffee himself, Mr. 492. Well, thank you so much for joining me and Alicia tonight here on Let's Chat. We so have enjoyed having you and you sharing your journey with us as well as our listeners. Yes, ma'am, and I sure appreciate it. And any uh, young authors uh, that are looking to, uh, to send out a submission, you can send your send it to submissions at 492-P-U-B-H-S-E-I-N-C.com. And um, also you can let uh, the sister Jay from Jers. Uh, she can hit me, uh, my personal email is CEO at my website, 492pubhouseinc.com, uh, uh, because we definitely want to awesome. add them to the advisory board, and some of my people are going to hit you ladies up, too, because I thoroughly appreciate the platform, and we can see if we can get y'all some sponsors in here, because this is de- uh, definitely something that, mm-hmm. you know, we need to extend as far as we can, help as many people as we can, and again, I, I, it was a pleasure being here, sincerely. Well, we're glad that you enjoyed yourself. We really Absolutely. did. We enjoyed you. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed the rest of your evening, and we look yes, forward to yes, uh, yes, all that yes. you have to offer. <laughs> I so sure appreciate it, man. And make sure y'all go check out that Death of a Thug. It's fire. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Coffee. You have a great evening. You as well. Okay. Bye bye. Wow, this is a you great have show, had, great show. Uh, we appreciate every. Mm-hmm. Yes, we appreciate everybody. Or appreciate everybody that's tuned into Let's Chat on today, as we talked about branding, branding, and more branding. Both of our fabulous guests gave a handful of information. They showed uh, what branding really is. We appreciate them for being able to come on here and share their work, share their journey, uh, and share their jewels with us here on Let's Chat. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys check us next Thursday 
Same time, same chat channel. Good night. <laughs> Did you say that channel? There you go. Get me going already. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I said chat channel. I said chat channel. Chat channel. <laughs> oh, got you, got you. I thought you said chat channel.